Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, we'll take a closer look at what was clicking for Tim DeRuiter in the Texas Tech defense as they made it tough on the Horn Frog offense for a little while. And also breaking down the good, the bad, the ugly, and the fugly on the offensive side of things for Tech as they fall in Fort Worth and now ready for the Jayhawks coming to West Texas. Getting into that and more coming up next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Great to be back with you. Once again, I'm Locked On Texas Tech on the podcast, Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team Every day, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts, however you're making us a part of your day, we appreciate it. And do subscribe on YouTube if you have not yet, so you miss nothing. A busy, busy week to kick off as we got Red Raider hoops arriving as well. So we'll have bonus episodes coming fast and furious this week. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Thanks to LinkedIn Jobs for bringing you the episode and being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs is helping you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan and digesting what went down in Fort Worth over the weekend, Chris, as the Red Raiders fall 34-24. How do the guys in the desert always know? How do they know? We spent some time on the morning after report, of course, processing some of the things that didn't go so well, and clearly there was a lot to be frustrated with. Some of that in your control, some of that outside of your control, uh, but I I really am now kind of turning my attention to something that had to stand out to everybody, and that was the fact that Texas Christian's offense for a big portion of the game was limited kind of in a way that it hadn't been uh, consistently this season. Uh, it was only by four, but technically the first uh, below 38 points for that offense and only six offensive points in the first half. I-, I wonder up close and personal, what were you seeing that you felt like was in those moments or for that span of time uh, clicking for Tim DeRuiter and, and the guys on that side? Yeah, you know, Casey, I, I thought uh, Coach DeRuiter did a good job of not ever in his group, really, they never let Max Duggan uh, feel comfortable. I think, I think Max Duggan too many times this season. Quentin Johnston has been kind of his bailout guy, and so when all else fails, they just kind of get him matched up in one on one, and you know, and, and and he kind of bails them out. He was not available after that first series yesterday, and so with that, you you you're able to really focus on, on certain guys and and really kind of try to focus on Kendra Miller. But I just thought you got. The game was largely played in TCU's backfield, uh, much of that first half and even into the third quarter. I, I thought guys like Josiah Pierre played one of his best games that I can remember. I thought Tyree Wilson made a ton of money um, in, in <laughs> Fort Worth. There was a ton of NFL scouts there. I thought he was very active. I just So I, did, I just thought you won a lot of those matchups up front. And and it, it allowed you to stay in the game because TCU just never – they never got comfortable and they never – you know, really hurt you with one of those uh, explosive plays that they've been kind of used to, uh, at least at that at, at some points in the game. They, they would hit you uh, later on, but yeah. uh, but but when the game was in in contention, I thought I thought you did a good job of just eliminating a lot of that. 
Well, and when you're talking about a road environment, uh, even though it was, uh, you would think for a top 10 team, fairly lightly attended, I, I don't know, maybe 85, 90% of the stadium uh, full there in Fort Worth. But nonetheless, you're trying to take those fans out as early as possible, deflate pregame energy, and great defensive effort and some impact on that side, I think, is about the quickest route to do it. And you're doing it with a big special teams play for the opposition as well. So really, man, early goings, and as you got deep into the first half, I couldn't have been any happier uh, with those on the defensive side. You've touched on this a lot. Where's your age? Where is your experience? Where are the vets? And they're on the defensive side of the football. I thought at least to get the game going and get to halftime, they showed up in a way that that really you should expect them to show up. Yeah, I mean that's and and I think you you know this team needs that. I mean they desperately need it. They needed to continue uh, to to have chances in some of these games. But I just thought I you know you you, you competed, you fought, you kind of ran out of gas at the end. Uh, you know from that standpoint. And Kendra Miller, I mean he's you know I, I don't know where I would put him as far as Bijan Robinson and and Deuce Vaughn. Uh, Richard Reese uh, from Baylor. I mean, Kendra Miller belongs in that group. Absolutely. He, he's got phenomenal speed and he was a handful as the, as it would kind of go, go along. But, you know, you, you just, I mean, I, I credit Texas Tech's defense, especially the guys up front. And really, I guess your, your DBs too, just because they never, you know, Max Duggan only completed 12 passes, uh, but he's just one of those guys that he doesn't put him. He doesn't put his team, in a bad spot, he he understands that his most important job is not turning the ball over, and just kind of you know outlasting teams, and that's kind of what he would eventually do, because he never. But I mean, you you he never felt comfortable. I mean, if you know, pass for under two hundred yards in the game, but I thought I thought your your group did good, boy. And, and you mentioned that well, you'd love to have that that punt return back, mm. uh, eighty two yard return. I think I think Austin McNamara kicked it you know, uh, a long ways and maybe I'll kick this coverage a bit, but boy, yeah, you'd love to have that, uh, that punt return back to kind of start the game because odds are, it's like winning the turnover margin. Anytime you give up a special teams touchdown, odds are not in your yeah. favor of winning a game. Oh yeah. And with that package wrapped up, you're, you're kind of alluding to some of the numbers there for the Texas Christian quarterback and you get a special teams touchdown. And I'm thinking, wait, which purple team are we playing again? Cause it was like a yeah. K state impression for a period of time. Uh, but credit to the Horn Frogs, and I, I really mean this because you think about a special season. At some point or another, you're going to have to win a game where it doesn't really work the way you've done it all along. And credit to Texas Christian for finding a way to do it when offensively it was a little bit more challenging uh, at some points than it has been previously. Of course, when you're talking about what they did eventually there late in the game, uh, found a way to put some points on the board. But um, I, I do feel like Chris, in a way, you saw uh, some of that, some of those intangibles. You know, that gut check moment. Uh, kind of answered in a positive way as far as the way you show up. And I don't know I don't know how we will spell out coming up this week what to expect moving forward um, as far as that defense is concerned, because particularly on the ground, you have another, you know, statistically rough day. I mean, you look at Kendra Miller's day and you're like, good grief, you must have been gashed, you know, up and down. Do you think that we saw this run defense, you know, surrender some of that in the same way that they have on other days where there's been like an eye-popping statistic, you know, K-State, Baylor? Are they being beaten in the same way? Is it just case by case? Because this hasn't quite been the norm, but you've had a few of these really big statistical days. 
for the yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and Kendra Miller, he had a fifty-yard run, but I, I, I didn't feel the, I didn't feel the same, you know, after watching it against TCU that I did against Kansas State when you just kind of didn't show up initially, and there's just like, okay, yeah. where is somebody? I mean, like they just <laughs> right. Adrian Martinez or Deuce Vaughn are just like, okay, what, what happened? Where, where are the players supposed to be? And I think they've learned. I think they've learned from that, and I think to their credit, um, you know, I mean, Kendra Miller. I think in the the fifty yarder was when TCU had the ball, maybe on their own like ten or fifteen yard line. He kind of flips the field and it gets gets it past midfield, right up the middle. But other than that, you know, they never, you know, you you never you never just had the backbreaker uh, of an explosive play from somebody like him. But I just I, I think they kind of they just leaned on you, man. And I think. Uh, uh, eventually, you know, their playmakers, uh, namely him, uh, kind of eventually just kind of took over and, and it just outlasted you. And that's really been what they have done all year. You know, they've been a second-half yeah. team. They've trailed in a lot of these games. This one was the same. Uh, they just kind of outlasted you, and they didn't beat themselves. And that's uh, why they're 9-0 and and then why you're sitting here at uh, at 4-5 and right now because the special teams issue – um, you know, you, you had the you had the one turnover late uh, that didn't really because this was about to be a game where it was pretty clean, not no turnovers until the True. I think the tipped interception. But uh, you know, you, you're just you're not quite good enough as we've established here to overcome some of these things, and especially if you're not creating any turnovers. And that's why you know, again, you you hate to harp on that, but boy, if that defense could have just knocked the ball out, could have picked off. Max Duggan one time or maybe even scored some points, you know, something. It certainly would have would have helped flip the script in this game. But it's just that that's kind of just not really who you are either. Well, we've been asking for it, but yeah. you, you're you're solid defensively. You're pretty talented, and I, and I think those kids competed. But it's just like you, you, you hate to keep asking for more, but in some ways, that's kind of what you need. Got to continue to battle there on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the football. Continue to battle against opposing ground games because if you do that as you mostly have this year, you'll continue to wind up, I think, in some spots in the third and fourth quarters where you got a chance to win. Now, can you connect dots elsewhere as a team and actually capture some of those wins? Remains to be seen. And coming up dead ahead, we'll flip to the other aspect from Saturday. The good, the bad, the ugly, the uh-huh. offensively for Texas Tech. I mean, there was so much to process. And once again, unfortunately, we're processing a QB going down to injury. So, Chris, pull out those QB injury notes that you've had to work off of throughout the year because they're still relevant right now. We'll get to that uh, coming up next on Locked On Texas Tech. But first, it's back to our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. Create a free job post in minutes right now on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million People, small businesses are rating LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. You can cut right through the fat and get to the perfect candidates for your position, your business. Don't waste your time talking to candidates that are not going to fulfill what you're looking for. LinkedIn jobs does the work for you and puts the best candidates in front of you faster. There's no question that that's why. Almost 40 million job seekers are visiting LinkedIn and finding successful matches. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college today. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free with LinkedIn jobs. Terms and conditions do apply. And also 
our good buddy Armin Williams, your good buddy Armin Williams at Schooly Mitchell, North America's number one business cost reduction company, helping you answer this question. Are you paying too much for your business services? That's what Armin Williams is ready to help you find out. You can trim up that business waistline and become more efficient as you gear up for 2023. On average, essential business services are reduced by 28% whenever you allow Armin Williams and Schooley Mitchell to see what savings they can find for you. Telecom services, merchant services, utilities, fuel costs, all things under the sun that you may be paying too much for. Armin Williams leaves no stone unturned in seeking out those savings for you and your business. A Red Raider through and through can be trusted with what is most important for you and your family, that being your business. And there's no upfront costs. All starts with just a free analysis. So head on over to SaveWithArmin.com. Get the ball rolling with that free analysis. No upfront costs. And of course, only sharing in any savings found for your business. Give them a call today at 713-588-1184 or visit them online right now at savewitharmon.com. Glad to have you along for the ride on Locked On Texas Tech. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day with Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. You miss nothing as we got a busy, busy week uh, on tap here. Red Raider hoops, Red Raider football, worlds colliding, but in a fun kind of way. Uh, Chris, going back to Fort Worth, I was joking a moment ago about it, but it's actually based in truth. Uh, different week, same story as far as you process some of the things offensively. And I mean specifically the frustration that comes with what is out of your control. Uh, and maybe to a degree, some might argue with me about that. But when I'm talking about bad injury luck, once again, uh, hitting the Red Raider offense, hitting the quarterback position and really beyond, what are you going to do, man? I want a shoulder shrug emoji at you right now because uh, <laughs> once again, you're talking about plan A being out the window. Uh, not early in the game, but relatively, uh, you're already thinking about, all right, what's next, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and, and you're, you're referencing Baron Morton going down. I think, what was it? Uh, mid second quarter. Does that sound about that's right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Mid second quarter. And, and it, knowing what we know now and kind of looking on it, you really, uh, I think didn't have much of a chance, uh, after that, uh, unfortunately, I just think uh, with, with everything that we've seen from him and his ability to get rid of the ball, and, and he's got some of that zip on on his throws that Tyler Shuck just I don't think has has right now, and hopefully he can he can regain uh, you know his late August early September form. But uh, yeah, I think there were so many things that you had planned on you know with Barron, and then again you have to adjust on the fly and. It's frustrating because uh, you just can't you, – You just this is going to be a season where you just haven't really been able to get into any kind of rhythm on offense. Uh, it, it, you weren't even allowed to get in any kind of rhythm because of the various injuries and and, and things like that at quarterback. And that goes from, yeah. you know, game planning, play calling, you know, chemistry, timing, and all, all the stuff that, that you want to talk about. It's just been it, – because, it, you know, 
knock on wood, but defensively, you really have avoided so many of the of the injuries, and it's allowed that group to to be really good offensively. Is just where most and in, in if not all of the injuries for the most part have come. Offensive line, receiver, quarterback, and and it's just it's just maddening. Um, but because you need all those guys, and I don't, I, Casey, I don't, I don't think uh, Barron plays this week. That would be my guess. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I, I don't know if I would expect to see him uh, versus Kansas. And so with that, you're you're left with Tyler Shuck or Donovan Smith or a combination of both, which is probably what I would guess you'd see. But I just don't know if I feel good about either of those options based on kind of what we've seen. And I'd love for somebody to kind of grasp it and and just put a put a game together, and you start to feel good about uh, things again. But uh, you you will get some bodies back, I think, at receiver and hopefully on the offensive line that should help. But you know, Barron was sacked three times yesterday uh, against uh, against TCU and. You know, he, they tried to run him some, and I think that that's just going to be what what they do right now is they're going to try to run these quarterbacks, you know, and I just think that's going to be part of the deal just to kind of keep things honest, get the ball on the perimeter, and, you know, try to in some ways protect that that offensive line. I, I didn't mind that, Chris. I've seen, And that's why I said maybe some will argue back about that being yeah. out of your control because of that because I know some are saying, and to me a lot of this based in hindsight, by the way, but if you can imagine such a thing. Uh, but some are saying, you know, why are we being so aggressive with, with the quarterbacks as ball carriers, primarily Baron Morton? But I, I didn't really mind those calls. He's got that skill set to hurt mm-hmm. you in a way. And there's something about not doing that that also comes back to me to reining a, a guy in too far. I don't want to play it safe. I know there's got to be some wisdom, I guess, in the luck that you've had so far this year and, and maybe thinking about that. But uh, how did you view that? Because uh, they were definitely using. Uh, Baron Morton is a ball carrier uh, early and often. Yeah, and, and did with Shuck uh, as well, and did with Donovan True. as well too. I mean, that's just going to be you know. And again, if you knew he was going to get dinged up, you you would have said, okay, I'm not going to call that play. You know, right. there's there's no there's no doubt. <laughs> let's just keep <laughs> but, on the uh, sideline now for yeah, this play. Let, yeah. Let's run. Let's run the not get hurt uh, play. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, no 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 question. And and you go back to Tyler's injury to begin the season and that's just a scramble and he just takes a weird hit maybe didn't slide quick enough and it's just just kind of bad luck but one of those things uh I I I didn't uh, again I didn't have I think that you know I asked Joey about this after the game that they clearly saw something that the option they thought would give them based on TCU's defensive look and their three four look and and some space on the edge and things like that and and some of these they're not you, I don't think that they went into it thinking, okay, we're about to bust this. We're gonna run. We're gonna major in this. We're gonna we're gonna go seventy yards on one of these plays. It's it's mainly just trying to manufacture offense and kind of get get you four to six yards uh, at, at, at times. Because I think there was one of those on a, on or a couple of them on third down when I think you're just trying yeah. to get to a point on fourth down where you feel comfortable in a manageable situation if you don't pick up the first down. And so, cause you know, most of the time on third, third and long teams are going to play pass. So, but uh, I, you know, I just think these days in college football, man, you know, look, look around the league, everybody's quarterback is running. I think some call up more than others, but everybody is an extend the play or a runner 
and I just think that's got to, that's an aspect of of what you've got to do to make it difficult on defenses. But I mean, again, I'd love to take it back on him getting dinged up. I, I absolutely would, but <laughs> that's just not that's not uh, what 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 we can do. I kind of feel like uh, regardless of the play call, there was a good chance a QB was going to be dinged up anyway because there was live fire. I thought it was even – I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. And even within the context of what the situation is, as we open up November, I thought it was one of the offensive line's worst days yet, to be honest. Well, and, and they're – you know, the, boy, they desperately need Monroe Mills back. Uh, I think, you know, and, and I wouldn't even be surprised if at some point he gets moved over to left tackle. Uh, we, we talked about that some on this show, and Caleb Rogers moves to the right. I think, you know, uh, Dennis Wilburn continues to be your your only really consistent player. I think Western Wright's just been solid. Um, and I think, but it, it's just been, a, and, and yeah, heck, you didn't even, you, you tried Ty Buchanan at right tackle because I think you were trying to see if you, if that looked better than Matt Keeler and then Ty Buchanan goes down as well. He does not, he's not able to finish the game. So uh, Landon Peterson was obviously missing yesterday. And again, this is the position that, can least afford injury right. and you you know we've all already forgotten but you're missing a starter and cole spencer and then you're missing you've missed the the last two weeks you're missing the right side of your uh offensive line for the most part and so it's just it, again it just kind of adds to the problems of uh quarterback and then offensive line where two question marks anyways and it certainly hasn't been helped by injury unfortunately yeah no doubt about that and i don't even think statistically it was your worst day i think four sacks on the day which if that's not statistically in the worst range tells you what kind of season i guess yeah. you've been having there but and credit to texas christian whatever they were dialing up i guess but uh, man i just thought it was uh pure heat for the most part even prior to morton leaving the game and then you saw it continue for the most part with the other quarterbacks in the game well, and K yeah, Casey, I, I think, you know, again, there's a combination of, of things here, but because of part of it, too, is that, and, and you answer me if you, if you see something differently, but do you have any receiver on your roster that, that really can get separation? No, I don't feel that way. Certainly not in a quick. Uh... And that, yeah, that adds to the problem of a quarterback kind of holding yeah. on to it or, you know, trying to like, you know, and, and, Sometimes on this league, you know, if you're a quarterback, you got to throw guys open. You know, it, it's it's that contested. You got to throw guys open, kind of like uh, Shug did with, with Sparkman yesterday. Just kind of threw it up and let him go make a play. I mean, you need to do some of that. And you need to be able to win some of those battles. Uh, I, I thought uh, I thought they dialed up a good one early in the game with Jerron Bradley. I thought that was a nice play call in the middle yeah. of the field and. It, you know, that, that one certainly helped. And uh, unfortunately, kind of a, a targeting hit takes Jerron Bradley out of the game and he would not return. So, uh, again, it's just, it's just there's so many issues. It's hard to just kind of point to, to one, but injuries aren't helping it. Lack of team speed isn't helping it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure Zach would have called some different things if, if, he, if he could, knowing what he knows now. But Geez, man, it's just been it's just frustrating right now. And you're just kind of grinding and manufacturing yards where you can get them because I mean I I want that uh Oklahoma State, West Virginia tempo performances back, but you're just not you're not able to do it right now because Barron's not healthy and you're missing some of those guys up front to block. And um, you know, and I and I would even say I thought Miles Price would have a monster season this year. Since really, since he's come back from that being dinged up, he's not really been much of a factor at all. And you could just tell he's not quite right either. And 
Jeez, man. So, um, I, I, Tech got some bad news on the recruiting front uh, before the weekend started. Uh, they, they lost a receiver commitment. He was, I think, he was told, "Hey, Notre Dame offers him," and they're like, "Hey, you can't come take this visit unless you decommit." So, we'll put that aside. This is what happens. He decides to decommit. He takes the visit. I, I actually, in a weird way, I think that may end up being good news. And here's why: I think it may open up a spot for you to go find an older. Uh, receiver that you can you can sprinkle in right now. Not nothing against the young man. I think they'll still continue to try to recruit him. Caleb Smith is his name, but I, I just think you desperately need somebody that's got some Asian experience that can come in here and really help you from a receiver standpoint. Uh, that you know that, that is a good route runner and can get some separation and all those things. And there's going to be somebody out there that wants to come back to their home state of Texas that. I think you'd you'd love to to have some open arms and say, come come on, man, we 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 need your help. Oh yeah, and bring an offensive tackle, offensive <laughs> they, guard, or center with they, you as well. They will they will do that. They're gonna <laughs> that, that that's man, a given. That's a given. But I think receiver may be added to the list as well. I'm just thinking. Thank God at this point for Thompson and Brooks. And I know it hadn't been a consistent season by any stretch, but where would you be if those two guys didn't just punch people in the face every once in a while? Because that's like even the stuff that looks good when you're running it. Most of the time, Chris, I just feel like is Thompson and Brooks just just doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and and, and you know the, the the only knock on them is that they don't have the ability to take it, you know, to the house. Really, they, they're you know they they just can't run away from anybody. And having said that, boy, I like to see some more of Cameron Valdez. I thought that's a different look. We've been talking about that. We've been waiting yep. on that, and he's got a different gear that I just don't think anybody else has got. And I'd like to see a bit more of that. Now, he's got to learn to be a, more of a complete back and do all the things. He's got to be able to catch it and pick up the blitz and do some different things. And I think he's working on that. But but he's a different kind of runner that uh, looked like some juice that you desperately need. But, yeah, I mean, I, I have nothing but good things to say about Sir, Sir Roderick and Taj. They just – you know that the, 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 everybody's kind of got this flaw on this on this offense. You, boy, you, and, it, and it just boils down. You just really miss some some quick twitch, some speed, uh, an eraser, somebody that can kind of help you mask some deficiencies by making a play when there's not necessarily one to be made. If that makes sense. Yeah, no doubt about it. We will uh, wrap up today's episode with some primary takeaways and some other individuals yet to be named coming up next on Locked On Texas Tech. But first, our friends at Bet Online, your headquarters once again to get the jump on this week's trends, all the action, all the angles every week at Bet Online. Chris, a little surprised, I got to say, to see the Red Raiders opening up at least the week uh, as I believe a five point favorite over the Jayhawks coming to town. Newly bowl eligible, smacking the Oklahoma State Cowboys around Kansas Jayhawks. Were you surprised by that number at all? Yeah, I, I did. I I didn't know what to think. I thought Tech would be favored. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if how much it would be by, but you know, I maybe by. I don't know that 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 was an interesting one because I I certainly scroll. I got this email. I scrolled through it, and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, four and a half or five. You know, I mean that. Uh, you know, because there's been times when Kansas has come here and you've been, you know, you've been favored to beat them by 18, 20, 22 points, things like that. But this is a different Kansas team. They're playing with a lot of confidence and. You know, they they are a mirror image, in my opinion, uh, of of kind of a poor man's version of what Kansas State is right now, especially on offense. It's a it's it's a it's a quarterback and a running back that that and they just they're they're a pain. 
They're fast. They're athletic. Uh, they're, they execute uh, very well with Lance Leipold and kind of do, doing this uh, inverted triple option kind of thing at times. And they just they just really execute and, and, and block well and all those things. But, yeah, there'll be a handful this weekend. But, man, you need to win that one. Yeah, I uh, feel like it, it's a must-have as far as trying to get back to a bowl game. I was surprised it was as big as it was in Tech's favor. Yeah. I actually thought it would be smaller. Red Raiders are back to the quarterback drawing board. You're yeah. back to the place you just got beat 45-17, to 17, and the Jayhawks are feeling pretty good. So I, I was a little surprised it went that way. Uh, but we'll see how it uh, moves here this week as we get closer to game day, and you can keep tabs on it. At Bet Online, fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite events, headquarters for live betting, live betting stats, and scores. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about what the trends are going to be looking like as the week rolls on with Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for joining us again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day with Chris. I'm Casey. Looking back to Saturday, Fort Worth the scene as the Red Raiders fall 34-24 against the Horned Frogs of Texas. Christian, before we are out of here today, I wanted to get uh, to some primary takeaways, some individuals we have not touched on, at least extendedly uh, so far in the program, Chris. And I know one we, we mentioned earlier, uh, in our conversation, but just continuing to stand out and standing out, unfortunately, uh, in the wrong way, because there was a, a travesty of a face mask call applied to him uh, against him. But Tyree Wilson with another huge day, man. And it really seemed like as you got going there in Fort Worth, I thought, hey, here, here's a big time player who's going to be stepping up in a big time game for you, even like to a degree, maybe beyond where he's been this season already. I, I thought he was showing up in a big moment on Saturday. Yeah, I, I I just think uh, Tyree's going to be really difficult to to replace uh, next year because uh, he's going to make a lot of money uh, next year. I just think his stock continues to to go up. Uh, I mean, when I say a lot of NFL scouts there, I, I think there's 16 or 17 scouts in attendance for like different NFL teams. That's that's almost half the league. Uh, I mean, yeah. so and, and they, they surrounded themselves around Sammy Morris, uh, who longtime NFL career, play, played some good football at Texas Tech. He's kind of the the conduit between the program and, and NFL scouts. And so during pregame, I mean, I, I just looked down there and, and I mean, it's like Panthers logo, Cowboys logo, Colts logo. I mean, I was just trying <laughs> to look at them all and they're all just asking about Tyree to, to Sammy Morris. And I've talked to Sammy about that before. I'm like, what, what are they really, what do they want to know? I mean, like, do they think you're going to badmouth the kid from the program and all that? <laughs> Sammy has told me before, he's like, I tell the truth, man. If a kid's a, a jerk or he doesn't do the right thing, I will tell them that. And I tell sure. all of our guys that, you know, like I'm, I'm going to tell the truth. So if you show up late, if you if you dog it, if you take plays off, whatever, he's like, because they can see the film, you know, so that that they're wanting to know how's a kid wired? How's it, you know, because he he's explained it. If a team has five draft picks, you know, because you, you're seeing all these trades that happen and things like that. In the NFL in the last week or so, some teams kind of trade away some of their picks, so they've only got like four or five maybe for the whole draft. And he's like, maybe they have four guys they're looking at. He goes, don't be the reason they break a tie. You know, don't be <laughs> – right. don't have some red ink in your file that they're like, okay, we don't want that guy because of uh, – but Tyree just checks every box, man. And I just – 
it, it's it's fun. He he's happy. He's playing really good football. I, I think his future is extremely bright, and his motor just never stops. And yeah, and it's 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 fun to watch him play ball. If if anything, I I hope that there's a 13th game just so I can watch him play more. But he's a guy too that if you go to a bowl game, is it going to surprise me if he says, "Man, I don't know if this is best for me," I, because that's where he's at right now. He, he's yeah. we're we're talking high high pick man at this point. But school, Tyree. You want to leave early? <laughs> you don't want to finish this out in the biology lab? I mean, think about it now. Think about it. Hey, you mentioned this other guy already, but uh, he was so good on Saturday. Let's mention him again, Josiah Pierre. Uh, Pierre, yeah. pardon me, was really standing out. Yeah, Keith Patterson, the former defensive coordinator, used to call him the water moccasin uh, just because he, <laughs> he was just – yeah, I used to love that nickname. Um yeah, he, he was very active. You know, Dimitri Moore uh, did not play, was not unavailable uh, in the game. And I just thought Josiah Pierce kind of hasn't been heard from a ton this year. But this this is why I think, you know, coaches love like these 23, 24-year-old kids that stay invested because at some point the light turns on and it, it, it may have taken a bit for him this year in a new scheme. But I just thought he, he – he, uh, set the edge and he got in the backfield a bunch uh, against the Horn Frogs. And it was, yeah, he, he, you know, I think he was one of the, the, the folks that talked to the media after the game was over just on behalf of the defense because of the game that he had. But uh, yeah, I think we had a one and a half sacks and some tackles for loss, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, very active and uh, fun, fun to see him kind of put it together. Yeah, and before we leave the defensive side of the football, and I am sorry sorry to, to Rabbit and, and Merriweather. I kind of take you for granted now. I'm not going to mention you, but uh, I, I'm liking the ascension of Kosai Eldridge as this season has gone along. Yeah. And now he's like strung a few together where where he's an impact guy. Yeah, and, and he he's very smart. Uh, he was on the Joey's Coaches Show with me a couple of weeks ago, and he wants to be a coach. Uh, I, I think he's playing his best football right now. It's a former safety that is just a high IQ linebacker right now. And you're right. He's, he's just an older kid. That's, that's playing his best football right now. And uh, I, boy, you, you're going to miss guys like that because you just can't replace that, that knowledge and experience. And he's kind of an alpha on that defense and he does, he's the nicest kid ever, but they, so many guys respect him because he's been around here for so long that, but, but he, you know, cause he knows where everybody else is supposed to be and not just him. Uh, Chris, the result is what the result is. And unfortunately, it's another day where a road environment uh, got the best of you. But that's one of the takeaways. And it's just more in the form of a question. Are you seeing the road get the better of Texas Tech to some degree? Is it just more so the opponents they're facing on the road? Because I mean, either way, obviously, it hadn't been good for you this season. You're the only team in the league that hasn't won a road game. Oh, yeah, you're the only one. The, the, there's nine teams in this league that have won a road game, non-conference, conference, whatever. It doesn't matter. That Wait, what about away from? Uh, Colorado's not here anymore. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you, 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 you're the only, you're 0 and 4. You're the only team that has not won away from home. And you've got one more chance to do it uh, uh, in Ames, Iowa. And you may really need that one too, if you're going to get to a bowl game. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't get the sense that, it's the environment. I just, I just think it's kind of the issues that we've talked about. Uh, I don't know if you could point to the. It's not like you turn it over more on the road than you do at home. After no, we saw what you did versus Waco. I mean, versus yeah. Baylor. Yeah, 
versus it's just like it's i totally agree man i mean that's the only way i think you can that's why you have to say well it may not so much be the road because you're at home too you do the same things i don't think it has anything to do with that i don't think uh i think you've been able you've had some of the issues that you've had uh, on the road that you've had at home so that i just don't know if there's any uh, direct correlation. And again, I, there's enough fight in these kids and enough uh, positive uh, energy and with the culture that Joey's trying to build here that I'm not I'm not worried about, you know, like big picture. It's just I think you're just really flawed, man. And you just had some bad breaks on offense uh, with injuries and things like that. And you're just not being able to put your best foot forward. And you really couldn't afford much of that as we're seeing now. Uh, but I, I didn't I, I thought, you know, and again, it's much of the same in that you could have taken the lead at the beginning of the fourth quarter against Kansas State. You were in the game in Stillwater until very late in the game before they, they kind of pull away from you. You're, you're I think, with two minutes left in the third quarter, you're up 17-13 to 13 against TCU this past weekend. Yep. So and, and then you just can't quite. So really, it may not be road as much as it really is just about being able to finish. Mm. That that may be the, the 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 real issue. It may not be where no matter where the game is. It's just a matter of not being able to necessarily finish. But this league's tough, man, and nobody gives them to you. And it's hard to win football games in this league. And right now, you're just not figuring out ways to make enough plays, uh, you know, to, to to win them at the end. Because you know, we, we we mentioned that seventy to seven is what you've been outscored in those four Big Twelve losses in the fourth quarter. So that's offensive problem. That's a defensive problem. This uh, a special teams problem. That, that's a collective not scoring enough points, giving up way too much, just not able to finish. And I think you're in shape. I think you compete. I think that you you know, but it's just you just kind of run out of gas. Maybe you just don't have enough depth. You don't have enough playmaking. I don't know. You 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 know, I I'd, I'd listen to all of it if anybody yeah. had any other ideas. But I think it's just a combination <laughs> of things. It's an airline problem. It's air travel, <laughs> well, whatever. That, I mean, that, that that was certainly the and I, <laughs> I I can't even emphasize to you how frustrating that was and totally helpless feeling. Wow. And those kids handled it uh, much better than the adults at the back of the plane did. I thought, especially me, <laughs> be, being six foot five, cooped up on that plane for eight, eight and a half hours. But uh, they were resilient, and I, you know, they get to the hotel Friday night, and and their whole routine is shot. Yeah, they missed a movie, they missed some meetings, and and all these things. And at this point you value rest. So you just get them to the hotel, feed them and say, Hey, we'll see you in the morning. Go, go, go shut it down and try to get some sleep and, and be fresh in the morning, uh, uh, which is what happened. But yeah, you'd love to, I don't know if that had any effect on it or not, but boy, I'd love to go back and do it if, in a, with a normal routine. If we missed a punt coverage meeting because of that, <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to hear from me at the Fort Worth Tower, wherever the hell you guys were flying to. <laughs> well, it was the it was, it was the Lubbock. I think it was the Lubbock people that wouldn't let the Red Raiders take off. But probably a Texas Christian grad for sure. We can <laughs> possibly, be sure possibly. about that. Yeah. Just another from here. It's possible moment. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, for a Texas Tech fan. That was wild, Chris. Uh, was texting me Friday afternoon. I think you started out like three hours afterwards, still on the runway. Then it was like five hours after we're still on the runway. Seven hours after we're still on the runway. I really thought a search and rescue mission was about to be in order. I was soon to come get you myself, uh, but you made it to Fort Worth and thankfully have made it back oh. here to the 806 out west of the 100th Meridian where it's really going down, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, have you back, man. I, I did wake up Saturday morning going, did, did yesterday really happen? Did I really spend a, a basically an entire work day? On an airplane, I mean, and, and, I mean, because 
Oh, just just sitting there. I mean, just literally sitting there and wondering and pondering and going, okay, I'm trying not to freak out. I'm about to like, you know, like, because yeah. I, I kind of deal with a little bit of claustrophobia, you know, because I just don't like being cooped up. And well, that, that was worst case scenario. But yeah, we're we're back. Uh, we're, we're better for it, maybe. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I guess we'll uh, we'll see where we go from here. Never too early to get the drink cart going. Let's go. How well, not not, yeah, not to stay alive. Not, not not on an NCAA uh, sanctioned uh, airplane. You're not going to get any alcohol. Trust hey, me, we're... I asked. <laughs> <laughs> we're selling beer at the stadium. Why not? All yeah, the there you go. That's right. I That's think right. there's got to be like some rule where if you're on the tarmac for, I'm going to say maybe over uh, three, yeah, about forty-five minutes, Chris. Let's get the drink carts out. It's time to get the drink carts out, no matter what's going on. Well, all right, uh, maybe maybe it's a lesson. I just should bring my own. You know, next time. <laughs> oh, I think we're learning yeah. something now. All yeah, of us just, have hung just, just, to this point in the program are, are learning bring something. Bring your own. There. Yeah. That's right. Uh, do subscribe on YouTube because, for real, this week is going to be fast and furious as we get basketball season started. We got bonus episodes coming your way to get you for Red Raider hoops as we hit the ground running. So subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you miss nothing. Chris, thanks for the time as always, man. We'll uh, catch you on the other side. Keep hope alive, Calvin. <laughs> no, all good. All, in the air. all good, man. We'll 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 make it through uh, this week, and uh, and ho- hopefully there's a win around the corner for the Red Raiders, man. I can't wait to get back, uh, get that feeling back again. That's right. Opportunity is knocking like right now, immediately as uh, Kansas comes to town all right for the only chris level i'm casey cowan we'll see you for the next one on locked on texas tech thanks for making it your first listen and do make locked on sports today your second listen as they recap all the big stories in sports from the day instant reactions big game recaps and the take of the day on locked on sports today available on the odyssey app youtube or wherever you get podcasts we'll see you back here tomorrow on locked on texas tech